0: Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. How can we receive the prophetic word? We have looked at the principles in the previous episodes. And in today's episode, we dive into the final ingredients with which we can receive the prophetic word. Ladies and gentlemen, in the previous three episodes, we have looked at the principle of your worship. We have also then considered the principle of your word, that is, your word of agreement to what it is that God has spoken in your life. And then finally, we also looked at your work, that is, your physical action to ensuring that what it is that God has spoken, you are able to see its realization in your life. In fact, I love that one and we have received some good feedback from listeners and it is really uh, you know satisfying and a blessing for us to know that the word is blessing you. You would also realize that when it comes to your work, uh, we did see in what it is that the Lord said or the Bible said, I should say where in the case of Issachar, when Jacob declared prophecies over his children in Genesis chapter 49, we see that he said over Issachar in verse 14 and 15, he says, Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between the sheepfolds. When he saw that a resting place was good and that the land was pleasant, he bowed his shoulder to bear burdens. And became a slave at forced labor. Isn't it interesting? Isaka has got potential as a strong donkey but he saw himself now lying down between the sheepfolds. He saw that the resting place was good and the land was pleasant. Isaka saw, you know, rest. He saw comfort around him and he just laid down doing nothing. By the time he bowed his shoulders to bear the burden, the Bible said he became a slave at forced labor. And so if we don't arise to put our feet to action in fulfillment of what it is that God has spoken concerning our lives, we are likely to become slaves of our own own omissions, so to say. Jesus said in John chapter 5 and the verse number 17, my Father worketh hitherto, and I work. So my Father in heaven is working, is constantly at work, and I too, I must work. And so if the Lord did work, you and I can emulate our Lord Jesus, and also work hard. There is no substitute for hard work. Now in, you know, the case of Isaac lying down between the sheepfolds, as we did explain earlier on, Reuben did the same thing, you know, in Judges chapter 5 and the verse number 16. It is actually an expression of laziness in Hebrew. It's a Hebraism, uh, which is lying down between the sheepfolds. Deborah and Barak called for war and they were indecisive. Reuben was indecisive. The Bible says in Judges chapter 5 and the verse number 16 that Why abodest thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleatings of the sheep? For the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. So they lay in, in, among the sheepfolds, they were lazying about, they were indecisive when there was a battle cry and Reuben lazily stood behind. Uh, you and I must not stand behind. We must arise and put our feet to battle because we are involved in a spiritual warfare as Christians, as the Bible teaches. Now, look at the next principle today remember we've looked at your worship when you receive the prophetic word you you go into worship number two we've looked at your word of agreement when you receive the prophetic word You must verbalize your agreement with it, as we did see in the life of Mary. Mary says, let it be done unto me according to thy word. And we also saw various other scriptures in support of this. And number three, when you receive the prophetic word, you must put your work in place. That is, you must put your feet into action. That is, your work must be activated, so to say. And so, your worship, your word, and your work. Let's look at the fourth W today, the final principle in how you and I can receive the prophetic word. It is your warfare, Your warfare. That is the fourth W. Now let's look at it in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and the verse number 18. Paul says to Timothy that this command I entrust to you, Timothy my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, That by them you might fight the good fight. That by them you fight the good fight. That is your warfare. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul says to Timothy over here, there is a prophecy declared concerning your life. There is a prophetic word hanging over your life. To see its fulfillment, my son Timothy, you need to arise and fight for it. You need to arise and go into spiritual warfare. You need to arise and fight. And so it is important that we understand as Christians that there is a devil that doesn't want to see the fulfillment of God's word in our lives. There is an enemy out there that seeks to steal away what it is that God has spoken concerning our lives. There is a devil that seeks to destroy God's God's purposes and God's counsel concerning your life. There is an enemy of your soul that seeks to kill what it is that God has for you. And so, Timothy, you need to arise and fight the good fight. Arise and fight the good fight of faith. And so you and I have been challenged by the word today. In fact, Jesus said in John chapter 10 and the verse number 10 that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life, and that you may have that life more abundantly. Oh, how beautiful, how what a blessing, how glorious that is. And he says, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The enemy of your soul wants to destroy God's word concerning your life. The enemy of your soul wants to steal your prophetic word from you. The enemy of your soul wants to kill your strength and your potential so that you do not see the fulfillment of his prophetic word. Oh, I love it in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus once again gave an insight into the enemy's operation in the life of the Christian when he gave the parable of the sower. In the parable of the sower, the Lord said, the seed that fell by the wayside is the word that goes into the heart of someone and the enemy comes to steal away the word. Remember the parable he says, when the seed fell by the wayside, the birds of the air came and ate it up. And it explains that parable to mean that the seed is the word. When it falls in the heart of someone, the enemy can come and steal away that word. And so the enemy of your soul wants to steal your word of prophecy. The enemy of your soul does not like God's word regarding your life. And so child of God, it is time you arose and fight for what it is that God has for you. It is time you woke up and engage in warfare. Your warfare is a necessary ingredient for the fulfillment of the prophetic word to you. As Paul says to Timothy in the main text today. Now let's look at 2nd Samuel chapter 7 the verse number 25 to the verse number 29, and I read, And now, O Lord God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning this house, establish it forever, and do as thou hast said, and let thy name be magnified forever. The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel, and let the house of thy servant David be established before thee, For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, hast revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee an house. Therefore thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord God, thou art that God, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Therefore, Now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it, and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. What do you see happening here in this scripture? The king is praying a prayer unto God, but there is something remarkable about his prayer. He says, Lord, you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, and therefore establish that word forever. You have spoken and therefore establish it. You have declared a prophetic word, and Lord, I am praying now That you establish it in my life. The king is engaging in warfare in prayer. Your prayer is important in your spiritual fight of faith, child of God. When God speaks a word to you, hold on to that word and hold on to that word in prayer and say to the Lord, Lord you have spoken concerning my life. I need to see its fulfillment in my life. I need to see its fulfillment in every aspect of my life. That is a way by which you engage in warfare. Why? Because the enemy of your soul does not like to see the fulfillment of his word of God's word unto you. And so like the king did over here in this portion of scripture, you and I can learn how to pray more effectively. And how do we do that? We do that by referring to God's word. God is moved by His Word. When you refer to His Word, He is obliged to reply and give an answer. Because the Bible says in Psalm 138 and in verse number 2 that he has exalted his word according to his name. And so his word is exalted and he is moved by his word. And so in prayer, when you fight the good fight in prayer, you refer to the word of God God, you have declared this unto me. I want to see its fulfillment in my life. God, you have spoken. And to me, I want to see its fulfillment in my life. That is effectual fervent prayer when you hold on to God's word in faith and you invoke that prayer of faith by referring to His word. That, my brother and my sister listening to me today, is the fight that you need to fight. Your warfare in the fulfillment of the prophetic word unto you. We see the same, you know, uh, prayer as we see in the psalmist declaring in Psalm 119 and the verse number 38. He says, establish your word unto your servant who is devoted unto your fear. So the psalmist is referring, you know, uh, unto God's word unto him and he's saying to the Lord, Lord, establish your word unto your servant. That is spiritual warfare where you go into prayer and hold on to God's word until you see his fulfillment. We did see this in the life of Daniel, the prophet, how that he went into prayer holding on to God's word. God, you said it is time that we came out of this captivity in Babylon. He held on to God's word and began to pray and we did see God gave us an indication of what happens in the spirit realm when a prayer of that kind goes up. How that the, the Prince of Persia, as the Bible calls this particular spirit, a demonic spirit, it, held on to the answer uh, and uh, Daniel continued in that warfare until the angel Michael was released to release the answer unto Daniel and so ladies and gentlemen your warfare is a necessary ingredient for the fulfillment of God's Word unto you. In Romans chapter 15 and the verse number 30 the writer Paul says now I urge you Brethren, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers unto God for me. Paul is saying you ought to strive together with me Prayer is a wrestle. Prayer is a striving, ladies and gentlemen. It is warfare. It is warfare. And someone said to me recently, the pastor, anytime I want to engage in prayer, I feel asleep. And I said to this individual, it is because prayer is a fight. Prayer is a striving. It is a wrestle. It is a spiritual warfare. And so the devil would do everything to fight your prayer life. It is time Christians arose and, and rose up in prayer. It is time we became warriors in prayer. It is time we rose up in the morning and, and, and began to fight the good fight in prayer. It is time we prayed for our nation. It is time we prayed for believers across the world who are in, under persecution. It is time we prayed and, and began to see the fulfillment of God's word unto us. I came to challenge you today to arise in your prayer life the time for lying down dormant is over. God is calling you to your prayer chamber. Child of God, the Lord is Calling you to arise and to prayer. That is your warfare. If you want to see the fulfillment of his word in his church, you need to arise in prayer, child of God. Look at what is happening in the world today. You and I have a responsibility. We are here as the salt of the earth. We are here as the light of the world. And we ought to arise to a place of prayer, an intercession, so we can see the fulfillment of God's word unto us. Finally, you recall Elijah the prophet. Elijah had just given a prophecy, you know, unto Israel. He said there would be no rain and there wasn't rain for three and a half years. Then he declared there would be rain. And in 1st Kings chapter 18 and the verse number 41 to 46, we actually saw how that after Elijah had brought down fire from heaven and there was, you know, a mighty revival in the land the Bible said Elijah took himself into a posture of prayer. He knelt down and placed his head in between his knees to pray for rain. He had just given the prophecy of rain, but Elijah needed to ensure that the fight was won. So Elijah went on his knees in prayer until the cloud appeared like the hand of a man. And he began to pray until we saw rain come upon Israel after so many years of drought. Ladies and gentlemen, has God spoken to you? Yes, He has. His revealed word is His prophetic word unto you. To see His promises fulfilled, you ought to go on your knees and strive in prayer. Like Elijah did, you also ought to do the same so we can see the fulfillment of His prophetic word. Friends, you are blessed. Your warfare is your necessary tool for fulfilling God's prophetic word to you. The Lord bless and keep you. If you are listening to me for the very first time today, oh may I challenge you to join in this fight of faith. But before you do so, you need Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He is the master. He is the leader of his army and you ought to have him as Lord and Savior. To receive Jesus, please pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I recognize I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Forgive me my sin. I believe you sent Jesus, your son, to die for my sin, and that you raised him up on the third day so that when I trust in Jesus, I also rise into newness of life. From today, I declare that Jesus is my savior and Lord. I no longer belong to the world. I belong to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at UKLSI.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.